Blog Talk Radio. Praise the Lord, everybody. God bless you and welcome to another episode of Purpose Kingdom. This is DTW Ministries. I'm your host this evening, Reverend Aaron Williams. This is the 1244th episode of Purpose Kingdom. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, call in. My God, we're excited already. I I, want to apologize because I did and have missed, seems like I've been gone forever. But tell a friend, tell a neighbor, 319-527-6091 is the number to call. Again, that number is 319-527-6091. We're excited about what the Lord is doing, as always. And as I was just talking to the pastor briefly before we came on the air, that I've known, I've known seven individuals that have passed since February that I've known personally, knew by name, four of which we grew up in the same neighborhood, one on the same block. Um, And I was asking God, God, why? You you, you know, you pray for some people, you know, and you pray and you're expecting a miracle. You're expecting a healing. But when God doesn't do what you've been asking for, disappointment sometimes tries to creep, not just creep in, but tries to set in. Well, we thank God that we realize that God is sovereign and he makes no mistakes, even though our hearts are aching for the missing of our friends and our loved ones. I just want to pray before we open because I don't believe that I'm the only one that through this pandemic, I know a lot of people are passing, not due to the pandemic, but then the criteria of what medical um what the medical network and what they're doing as far as not being able to visit and not being able to come close to your loved ones and visiting hospital as usual has set some people on edge and really distressed in their last hour to be and to die alone. It's one thing to die alone physically, but it's another thing to die alone spiritually. You know, and, and, and let me not get too far off the topic. Let, let, let's just pray. God, we thank you, and we bless you. We bless you, God, for Blog Talk Radio. God, we bless you for Purpose Kingdom Network. Thank you for Pastor Toy. Thank you for Brother Rob. Thank you, God, for Adrian and all those that work behind the scenes. God, every minister. God, everyone that's on this network, I pray your blessings upon them. God, on Blog Talk Radio, on Purpose Kingdom Network, as you grow us, as you build us up together in you, I pray, God, that you would tear down every stronghold by your anointing, God, that you would destroy every yoke uh, of bondage, God, that may be holding and hindering, God. We pray that you would have your way tonight on this broadcast, God, that the words of my mouth, and the meditations of my heart will be acceptable in your sight. God, we pray healing for the bereaved, God, for the brokenhearted, for the downtrodden, for the distressed, God, for the hurting. We pray strength, yes, God, in the name of Jesus. We pray for restoration tonight. Ah, yes, God. We pray, God, for revitalization tonight, that you would revive, uh, even in the midst of sorrow, God. Uh, that your joy would overwhelm, would overfill, would overflow in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. As I as, as I was preparing and, and talking to the Lord about this topic tonight, are you preparing for marriage? <laughs> are you preparing for marriage? The, the first thing initially when I thought about it was um, you know, the marriage supper of the Lamb. We were talking about the bride of Christ. But the scripture that came to mind, because I couldn't recall um, the scripture in Revelations right away, the first thing came to my mind was, whoso finds a wife, finds a good thing, and obtains favor of the Lord. And, and we've always talked about the scripture because it doesn't say whoso finds a woman. 
it, it doesn't say who finds a single woman. It says whoso finds a wife. And we know the Reverend. We, we know the story. We've talked about this more than once, you know, um, because the woman was a wife when the man found her. You know, and, 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 and I want to just add some clarity to that because a wife is a character trait. A wife is not something or someone that happens once you get a ring. Uh, the woman was a wife before the ring. I'm going to let that set in for a minute. The, the woman was a wife before the ring. That's why I believe the Bible is very clear in that whoso finds a wife. Ah, yes, God. And I pray for that man. You might be looking right now. You're expecting. You're looking at the poker, too. You're looking at the body. You're, you're, you're not looking at the character. You're looking at the outward appearance. But I would pray that God will let you see the wife in your woman. My God, that, that's a whole different topic right there. But I just wanted to put that scripture out there for whoso finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor. We know that God was the one who ordained marriage when he said, even in the garden, listen, in the beginning of creation, it is not good that man would be alone, but I'm going to make him a helper. I'm going to make him help me. I'm going to make him someone to call alongside of it. I'm going to make him someone who will complete him. I'm going to make him someone my God, I feel that thing. Hallelujah. I'm going to make him someone, hallelujah, that will finish uh, for him. My God, hallelujah. Uh, I, I like that word finish there because it makes it and reminds me that as man, and I know that Miles um, Monroe often said we were dirt, but a woman was refined dirt. My God. <laughs> I'm tripping on myself right there. Whew, my God, hallelujah. And, and when I think about and I talk often about marriage, you know, I, I, I sometimes disqualify myself because of all of the problems that I had, marital problems that I've had, and the things that I've gone through and are going through in my marriage. But the devil, I will not allow life just shut my mouth, my God. When God gives you a word, you better say it. I don't care what the devil tries to tell you. I don't care what your flesh tries to tell you. You better say what God said. My God, hallelujah. Who so finds a wife finds also implies that you are looking. Also implies that you are seeking for. Also implies that you are putting an effort to see this character. Too many people get caught up in what a, what our eyes attract, what our flesh enjoys, what our mind likes. We like that thing that's easy on the eye. But the Bible says in Proverbs 18, 22, whoso finds a wife, my God, hallelujah. I pray, man of God, that you find your wife, that you find a wife, that you may obtain favor. Now, when I looked at this good job, I, I would start asking questions about it because in it, there was, it, it just seems crazy. It, it, it was all talking about what a man could be and what a man should do, what this would happen if this would happen. And then in the middle, at the, towards the end of the scripture, it just put in whosoever finds a wife finds a good thing. I'm like, well, it doesn't fit in this chapter of Proverbs 18. Proverbs 18 describes about 15 to 16 different types of men. And if you read through it in your own leisure, read, read all the verses from verse 1 to the end. It shows a seeking man. A man that's looking, a man that's going after, a man that's inclined to search, a wicked man, a wise man, a foolish man, a talebearer, one who tells secrets, you know, a man that can't keep his mouth shut, a slothful man, a rich man, a pride man, a wounded man, a prudent man, a gifted man, a generous man, a brother man, a friendly man, and a satisfied man. But in the middle of that, it says, who finds a wife? 
find a good thing. I, I'm a sheep. I got hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm excited about this thing. Y'all, I don't know. I, I have, and, and I'm going to be honest, I have a strange relationship, my wife and I. Um, and although it's really none of your business, but I want to say it because we live in different states right now. But I feel such a coming together, and I'm excited because she's on her way back to Philadelphia um, in next month. You know, I take a month or some vacation days go down there. She comes up here, and we've been doing this for the past, I'd say, two and a half, three years. Um, but I thank God because although the distance sometimes is a strain, the relationship I still see buds. I still see new springs. I, I, I still see new venues. I still see new strength, new hope, new love, new character, new favor. Why? Because I found a wife. My God, that's some good stuff right there. I, I'm put that in my pocket. That one is just for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the book of Revelations, it talks about the marriage supper of the Lamb. In chapter 19, it says in verse 7, let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the Lamb has come and his wife has made herself ready. Which brings me to the topic. I, I want to stop right there. Hallelujah. Who has made herself Ready. Mm-mm-mm. I, I, I know you're thinking with me and you're seeing and envisioning that God has called all and is calling us. I, I asked the question when my brother passed a week ago. We just buried him, one of the brothers of the church, real great brother, passed and we buried him this Saturday. But he was one of the ones that we were praying that God would do a miracle. And this young man, I mean, he was younger than I am, so that's why I call him a young man. This young man, you would never have known how sick he was until he passed. You would have never freaked because he was always an encourager. And I'm like, God, why would you take him? Why, why wouldn't you answer? Why? What was all these tears for? What was all this crying for? What was all this prayer for if you weren't going to do anything, God? And I was reminded of the story of AI, and I'm just going to go off point just a little right here, because AI was a little nation. Israel had just defeated so many great armies, but then they came against AI, and AI sent them running. And David came and began to inquire of the Lord, God, what, what kind of stuff is this? Why would you send us out against this nation? Tell me not to bring the whole army with me and then not give us the victory. The Lord said, don't, don't come asking me no questions. Look, look I, if you go out before me right, you know you won. You, you know you got victory. You better talk to them people that you're hanging with. You, you better talk to those that you're dealing with. You better talk to those that are following you. You better talk to those that are supposed to be following you in obedience and consecration. To make a, a long story short, David, it's sin in the camp. And I really believe that still, I know that Christ has died. I know that the sin debt has been paid, but I believe that because of the justice of God, and this is Brother Aaron, this is what I believe. I believe because of the justice of God, the integrity of God, the faithfulness of God, the long suffering of God, that sin still to be paid for in the church. I, I believe it. I, 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 I believe it. But the long suffering of God doesn't allow, his mercy doesn't allow him to take out those that are guilty. He says, somebody got to pay for this, but I'll let those that are ready pay for you, that you can stay and get it right. I know, I know I'm going to get a couple calls on that because I don't have a scripture for that, but I believe that with all my heart. 
that God looks at those that are ready. And instead of taking us that aren't ready, when we deserve to be taken, he takes someone that's close. He takes someone that's been seeking. He's been taking someone that's been preparing. He's been taking and taking someone that's ready to see him in peace. But the marriage supper of the Lamb says that the bride had made herself ready, and to her was granted. Listen, grace is just unmerited favor. I'm going to say that again. Grace, the grace of God. Is not just God's unmerited favor. We, we 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 say that definition so proudly, so quickly. It's unmerited favor. It, it, it's me not getting what I deserve. It's me getting what I don't deserve. You know, mercy not getting what I do deserve. We say it, but grace is more than that. Grace is God's enablement. That's the word that's used here for she was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen. She was given the ability. Ah, yes, God. I can see the angels of God encamping around the righteous, readying us. Do you know you have warring and ministering angels encamping around about you if you fear the Lord? Hmm. I'm preparing now for my future. That's what prudent means. A person that's prudent is a person that's not just insightful, but is preparing for my future. God has moved me beyond excuses. God has moved me beyond weakness. Not that I don't stumble, not that I don't make mistakes, but that I no longer have an excuse that I can't do. I no longer can say it because I was weak. I can no longer say because the devil. I can no longer blame my defeats on anyone but him. I can no longer blame my down settings. I can no longer blame my weaknesses uh, on being weak. Now it's a choice of my will because I've been empowered by the Spirit of God, because the Spirit of God dwells in me. What I do against him is a choice of my will. And when you begin to realize that it's God that works in you, listen, he doesn't just work in us, he lives in us. And in him, we live and move and have our being. God is putting us in a place of preparedness. Listen, your trials have come to prepare you. I want to tell you, because we have to get honest with God. We can't sugarcoat prayer. I'll pray this morning. I'm on a prayer line at 5 o'clock, and I prayed this morning. It's an intercessory prayer line. So, our purpose is to pray and uplift for others. But as I was praying, I could feel that I, I wanted in the middle of the prayer to steal away. I was glad it was a short prayer. The prayer only lasts for a half hour. So it was short. So after the prayer, I can get in and go to God for me. We know the old saying in the song is not my mother, it's not my father, not my sister, not my brother, but God, it's me. And as we begin to pour ourselves out, I tell you, the dirtier you get with God, the cleaner you get in righteousness, the dirtier you get with God. What you mean, dirty? I mean, empty yourself of yourself. Tell God your stuff. God, cleanse me of my filthiness. Cleanse me of my unbelief. Cleanse me of my hypocrisy. Cleanse me of my shortcomings. Cleanse me of my short temperament. God, cleanse me that they may see you. How do they see you, God, when I can only see me move me out the way? How do I decrease? that you may increase. How do I prepare? Listen, there were 10 virgins, 10 virgins. The Bible said there were 10 virgins going out to meet the groom 
and ten virgins on their way to a place of preparedness. But listen, five of them were wise, while the other five were foolish. They they all had what it was necessary to get to where they had to go. All of them had lamps. <laughs> yes, God. All of them had lamps. But five of them said, I saw all I need. Uh, and I want to say this as a point of salvation because some people look and they say, well, I repented. I said the sinner's prayer. I asked God to forgive me, and they believe that that's all that they need. And, hey, you're saved because the Bible says if you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth. You're saved. But listen, I want a crown. I want gifts. I, I want to go in not thinking and hoping that I make it. I want to go in shouting. I want to go in dancing. I want to go in triumphing. I want to go in Hallelujah, revived. The Bible says he that has this hope in himself purifies himself. Is heaven really your expectation? Let me ask you that. Some people want to be saved. Some people want to see God. But is heaven really your expectation? Do, do, Do you really expect to go to heaven? Because the Bible says he that has this hope in himself purifies himself. Listen, we can't cleanse ourselves from sin, but there are things that we can do to prepare. Yes. Yes, every wife, every bride knows they want their wedding gown to fit in a way. Couple friends, couple sisters that I know in church, they said, I want my bride, I want my wedding gown to fit this way. And at the point where they bought the dress, they said, this is the size I want it to be. And they went back and did everything they had to do that on their wedding day, they could fit in that dress. Listen, God has four ordained steps for your life that you should walk in them. That's what the Bible says. He has already preordained steps for our lives, that we may walk in them. The bridegroom is readying herself because she was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. Listen to what it says in verse 8, for the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. God is calling us to righteousness. I'm I'm already there. God is calling us to righteousness. God is calling us to holiness. And we fail to prepare. Listen, it says, having done all to stand. I I, I prayed. I I fasted. I I studied the word. I've done what you said, God. Okay, now that you've done all to do, now do it. Having them all to stand, stand therefore. Stand, stand therefore. Why? Well, therefore, because of what you just prepared for. Now realize that your feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, that you have dawned on the armor of God. You have the helmet of salvation and the breastplate of righteousness, that your loins are girded about with truth. My God, that you have the shield of faith uh, that we may quench all, listen, it don't say some, all the fiery darts of the wicked and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Listen, man and woman of God, as God has put in us, push preparedness. We often say in Christendom and in our churches, God is preparing a place for a prepared people. He's preparing us by his spirit on the inside. He's preparing us and equipping us by the Holy Ghost that dwells with us. He's preparing us and equipping us by the trials and tribulations that we're going through. We're perplexed on every side but not in despair, persecuted, 
but not forsaking, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. Why? That the life of Jesus may also be made manifest. Where? In heaven? No, in our flesh, in our mortal bodies. That in this realm, in this lifetime, we will live a victorious life as ambassadors, listen, ambassadors for Christ. We've been given this ministry of reconciliation. What ministry? The same ministry that God gave Christ because God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. Now, listen, by the Holy Spirit, we have Christ in us, the hope of glory. We have Christ in us reconciling the world to him through us and be don't think that we can prepare. I want to challenge This is how it is. I want to challenge you because your preparedness is a choice. Preparedness is a choice of your will. Your preparedness is a choice of desire. Your preparedness is a choice. I often ask God, how can this person do this? They have less talent. How can this person do this? They have less gifts. How can this person do this? Say they don't have less of me. We're looking at gifts and talents. Listen, there was a young ruler, and he was rich. And in Luke 12, he said, this is what I'm going to do. Because he had so much. He said, I'm going to tear down my barns, and I'm going to build bigger barns. <laughs> I'm going to pull down my barns and build bigger This is what I'm going to do, and this is often what we do. We want to use our gifts, our talents, to build a platform for God. We want to do and put our gifts in the front of us to build a bigger platform in life, thinking that doing more equates to satisfaction from God, that doing more somehow pleases God. But you have to remember the story of Mary and Martha. Remember, Martha was doing more. Martha was running around the house. Martha was attending the men and those that were in the house. Martha was cooking. Martha was preparing. Martha was doing all of those things that she thought she ought to do to please the Lord. But Jesus said, Mary had chosen the better. Mary had chosen the greater. I want to tell you that in your move for preparedness, there has to be a consecration in prayer. There has to be a growth in your conversation. Listen, in any relationship, the conversation behind closed doors tells the relationship, not what we do in front of people, but what we do when we're alone. Yeah, and I'm not talking about and I'm talking about the conversation that we can have the fellowship that we have, the intimacy that we have that's not sexual, the intimacy that we have just being close to each other with no one saying anything, but still there's a closeness. God wants to be close to you, and he's calling you through this message tonight to come closer. How do I come closer? God knows I want it in my heart. God knows my heart. Yeah, God knows your heart. But do you know your heart? Because out of your heart are the issues of your life. If you want more of God, God is always ready. God is always willing. God is always available. But what we have to do is pour in. We want more, dig in more. Second challenge. I must say this almost every time I'm on the air. If you're praying 15 minutes, you're praying just to say your prayers and your devotion in the morning, add a Bible study to that. Add another 15 minutes. Add a noonday prayer. Add an evening prayer. Put prayer 
on your schedule. Put prayer on your daytime. Put prayer on your calendar. Put prayer in your day where you purposefully go into the presence of God. Not just because something came up, not just because you found you had five minutes break at the job, at your desk, and you begin to talk to him. That's great. That's good. But I want you to start putting it in your day planner, in your day timer, in your planning for the day, your time to meet with God. Whether it's in the beginning of the day, the middle of your day, or the end of your day, make a plan to meet God. Make a plan to study. Make a plan to start preparing. Listen, that wife was a wife before she got married. Ah, yes, God. That wife was a wife before she got married. God had saved us. We are now at the church, the bride of Christ, and God is readying us. I know you can feel it in your spirit, that excitement. I know you can feel that expectation. That expectation is the expectation of hope. That expectation is the expectation of faith. That expectation is the expectation of victory. Listen, the Bible says even the creature waits. Ah, yes, God, all of creation is moaning. All of creation is looking with anticipation for the manifestations of what? Of, 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 of the second coming? No, of the manifestation of the sons of God. Uh, even creation moves, waiting with expectation, waiting with anticipation, while God is readying us. My next challenge, ah, yes, God, hallelujah. My next challenge, as you're readying yourself, do it <laughs> with joy. My God, hallelujah, hallelujah, do it. With joy, for the joy of the Lord is our strength. We're, we're moving. I, I'm moving. God is preparing even the more. I, I'm not where I ought to be, but I see that I'm not where I used to be either. Uh, so it gives me victory. Listen, David fought Goliath, and that's what all the story references go back to, David and Goliath. That's what you hear about David and Goliath. But David was prepared for Goliath while he was a shepherd boy. Uh, yes, God, I feel that thing. David was prepared for Goliath while he was tending the sheep. Ah, uh, yeah, we don't hear David and the bear, David and the lion. We, we don't hear about David and the lion, David and the bear, but it was the lion and the bear that prepared him for the giant. My God. Ah, yes, God, a lot of times we fail at the meeting of our giant because we failed at the meeting of the bear. We failed at the meeting of the lion. So when we got to the giant, there was no way. We didn't even have the We didn't have the tenacity. We didn't have the courage. We didn't have it in us to do because when we went to our little test, we failed. So when the giant test came, we were already defeated. But the thing I love about God is God always brings everything full circle. <laughs> I know we don't like that. But if you fail the test once, guess what's going to happen? It's coming again. It's coming again. And I'm hoping and praying and believing God that this time, when God brings us our little test, ah, yes, God, that we're passing building confidence, building courage, uh, building stamina, building hope, uh, walking fearless as we move forward in the things of God, that when the giant comes, we can say just like David, what? I listen, God, by the hand of God, I overcame the bear. By the hand of God, I overcame the lion. And this uncircumcised Philistine is going to be just like that. Uh, I'm taking your head off today. 
<laughs> yeah, yo, shot. My God, 319-527-6091. If you're on the line, uh, you have a comment. Uh, we pray that you press one, and our online pastor and today's engineer will get you right on in. But we thank God. Are you preparing for marriage? You know, the Bible says, listen, we, we know the story and the parable of the master that went away. And he gave his servants five, three, and two, five, three, and one talents. The one that he gave five to, listen, I went, took your money, made five more. Here's your ten talents. He said, come on in now. That's what. You you are the man. You're a good servant, faithful servant. Come on in. I'm going I'm gonna give you more. The same one with the one that had three. Listen, I put your money to the exchange. I may hear three more and here you are, your money back with interest. But the one that had one said, Listen, I knew that you were a hard man. I knew that you expected back more in places that you didn't plan in places that you didn't sow. I knew, and because that I didn't want to take a chance and lose it. And here it is in a napkin, the one talent that you gave me. I didn't lose it. I kept it. We would think that that was faithful. Listen, we know that this man demands, and I, I don't want to lose what he gave me, so I'm going to keep what he gave me, and I'm not going to put it to use, my God. The Lord said to that servant, you faithless and wicked servant. And we know the story goes on. You'll be cast into outer darkness where there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Look, take what little he had and gave it to the one that had five talents. We cannot use our gifts for our own purpose. We can't use our gifts to keep to ourselves. We have to share what God has given us. What the enemy tries to do is tries to move you in fear to not move in what God gave you. We often don't do it because we compare ourselves. I don't know, I don't sing because you know, I heard Adrian sing. Uh, I can't sing like that. I ain't going to sing. But God gave you a song, you better sing it. Oh, I heard Pastor Tori, and she's so eloquent. She got the words together. And, I, you know, I, sometimes I feel like preaching. I want to give a word, but I, I stutter when I speak. You know, Moses stuttered. Don't don't look at what TV showed you. The Bible said he had a speaking problem. That's why Aaron was there. That's why God used Aaron as Moses' mouthpiece, because Moses stuttered. I want to encourage you that as you're looking for the face of God, as you're looking for more of God, as you're looking to come out of the doldrums of life, you're looking for answers in this pandemic. I want to tell you that there is an answer, and his name is Jesus. He is the bridegroom, listen, that prepares the bride. He's the one that gives grace, Ah, yes, God, that enables us. Uh, to fall to our knees. Listen, we have to give up pride. I, I, I listen. It, it, I did not know pride was an issue in my life until I had to give it up. Uh, until my persona, you know, my swag, my suave, my debonair, until you know, my machismo was in question by God. Would you not give up your swag? for me? Will you not give up your charisma for me? Will you still try to be the one that they're attracted to and I'm calling you to a surrender? <laughs> uh, I'm talking to somebody out there. Hey, you, young man, you, you, you want to still be the cat's meow. You still want to be the dog's bow wow. 
and be holy. You say, well, God made me like this. I can, I can be a Christian and be cool. It's not about being cool. It's about being surrendered. It's not about being cool. It's about being obedient. It's not about being cool. It's about being humbled. Listen, in that word humbled, there's also another word that we don't like. Not just humility, but when we fail to surrender, God will bring us to a point of humiliation. God will embarrass you to save you. Well, I've heard Bishop Jake say this often. He'll break your heart when you don't want to break. Because God is more concerned about your soul than he is about your person, than he is about your ego, than he is about your reputation. God is preparing and putting us in position through the trials of our life to prepare us, my God. He's preparing us through heartache. He's preparing us through disappointment. He's preparing us humiliation that his likeness may be squeezed out of us. I wrote a song almost 15 years ago. What would it take for you, my brother, to come clean with God? What, what will it take for you, my sister, clean with God? Will it take heartaches you have to bear before on him you cast all of your care. What will it take for you, my brother, to come clean with God? God is moving us from weakness to victory. He's moving us from the doldrums of life and sometimes up, sometimes down to the joy of the Lord. And listen, the joy of the Lord is your strength. That doesn't mean you're walking around giddy high all the time. But on the inside of your spirit, ah, when trials come, when things pop up unexpectedly, uh, and you're expecting to cry, you, you, there's been things where I expected to cry. I, I wanted to cry. I, I wanted the pain to come. I wanted to cry out. And when I went to cry, down on the inside, joy came up. We have a caller. So we're going to take the caller. Caller, you are on the air. This is DTW Ministries. God bless you. Caller, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. How are you, Minister? This is Antonia Batts. Um, I just wanted to say thank you very much for the encouragement to remind people to remain pure at heart and understand that God is there no matter what for you. I can say that I personally uh, got a chance to be able to experience it time and time again through life, just to be able to receive the beauty of what God can bring and how he can protect us. But all we have to do is understand that he don't ask too much for us, just always continue to, to be pure at heart. And the way you explained it, I like the way you keep confirming that God is there for you. And there's no strings attached, and I'm quite sure, if you were to tell it in your own way. So I just wanted to say I appreciate the word because it is very soothing, it is very comforting, and it also confirms my belief in believing that all that could have happened to me negatively what didn't happen to me negatively because of the grace of God. So you have a blessed evening, and I enjoyed your program. And please keep reaffirming that with the people out there because they will find out it will bring them peace of mind, peace of heart, and understand that God is not the enemy. He's definitely more than just your friend. So thank you very much, and it was a beautiful sermon. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thanks for your call. Thanks for your input. Appreciate you. Minister Bats, God bless you. Amen. Amen. Yes, listen. When we come to Christ, God first deals with us 
by his grace. And when we understand that, God saves, listen, God is the God of all flesh. He loves all of us. But when we say yes, <laughs> yes, my God, we're no longer dealt with as foreigners, <laughs> foreigners of the commonwealth. We have now been adopted into the family. Listen, you are a part of the family of God. You belong to God. You are his son. You are his daughter. You are his child. He no longer deals with us as enemies, but he deals with us as his children. Ah, and those that he deals with, he, listen, he who has not the spirit of Christ is none of his. But he who has the spirit of Christ, we have received, the Bible says, the spirit of adoption to wit. We cry, Abba, Father. You can go to God and say, Daddy, please. My God, I feel that thing. My God, I tell you, it's nothing like talking to God. Hallelujah. It's nothing like talking to the God that made you. Uh, the little God who knows you're down sitting, the God who knows you're uprising and you're just talking to him. You're not saying, you know, you know I, I pray sometimes that I, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm churchy a lot. You know, so I might say, ah, I might pray, God, I might pray like that. But when I'm just talking, sitting on my couch, sitting in my lounge chair, just talking to God, I'm talking just like this. God, please. God, how? God, if I'm to do this, then how do I do it? Make your way plain. Make make your way clear. God, move in me that I may see right, that I may have true discernment, that I might not judge according to what I see. God, but give me true discernment that I may judge right, that I may be able to away right from wrong. Because sometimes we follow right because we or we follow wrong because wrong had a better argument. <laughs> that wrong had a bigger crowd. Wrong had a bigger following. So we followed it because, you know, we ain't want to look stupid, you know, standing out there by ourselves when God called you by yourself. And speaking of calling you by yourself, you came in this world alone. And surely when you die, you're going out alone. But Christ is calling you tonight to be adopted into his family. Listen, we are heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ through adoption. We've been translated. We've been transferred. We've been made a part of the kingdom of God through adoption, through the blood of Christ. That at Christ's sacrifice, we now, that were enemies to God, have access. My God, we have access to God through the blood of Jesus. Maybe you're not born again. You've never repeated the sinner's prayer. Maybe you're backslidden and you've walked away from God. And you're looking to rededicate your life to God. Maybe you just feel the need through listening through this broadcast to get into a greater state of preparedness. Listen, they got doomsday preppers so much that there's a TV show on that's called Doomsday Preppers that have people that are preparing for doomsday to live through it. Uh, Our former pastor, the late Pastor Smith, used to say, listen, get up, dress up, get ready to go up. They're preparing for doomsday. What are we preparing for? Better question, what are you preparing for? If you're not preparing to meet God, I want to tell you, God is still preparing to meet you. If that's you, 
I want you to repeat after me the sinner's prayer. We're going to say it, and we're going to mean it. And as we ask God to do it, God will do exactly what we ask. After that, Pastor Toy is going to come on with some information and correspondence, and then we're going to come on with the final words and the benediction. And repeat after me. Say, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Forgive me for my sin and wash me in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Save my soul and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. I ask it in Jesus' name to his glory. Lord Jesus, by your Spirit, come into my heart and become Lord and Master of my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Amen. We're going to bring on Pastor Toy. She's going to give you some information on how to communicate with Purpose Kingdom and correspond with us and make a few announcements, and I'll come on with a final word and benediction. God bless you, Pastor Toy. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Are you preparing for marriage? Oh, that was an awesome word. And I'm going to tell you, if y'all don't remember nothing else that he said tonight, remember the last statement he made. Even if you're not preparing to meet God, he is preparing to meet you. Hallelujah, God. We just bless and praise God for the man of God, for that anointed word that has gone forth this evening. We bless God by faith for the soul that gave their life courage you to find a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary where you can grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and heal from the trials and the tribulations of this world until you do. We bless God that that is why he has Purpose Kingdom Network here for each and every one of you. Please join us tomorrow evening at 9 p.m. for another anointed uh, word from God, from an anointed young woman of God, Minister Dominique Hudson. She will be coming forth with her ministry, The Dwelling Place. You do not want to miss that move of God at 9 p.m. right here on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. You can follow us on Facebook as well as on LinkedIn at uh, Purpose Kingdom. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. Please feel free to email any comments, questions, suggestions, or concerns to us directly at PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, to pray with you, and to pray for you. Again, we thank each and every one of you for joining in with us this evening. We bless God for you. Reverend Aaron, the ministry is back in your hands. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Toy. Um, I want you to um, give, I don't know if you did, the um, address for correspondence. Did you say that? Yes. Again, um, our email address, if you would like to email us, you can email us at purposekingdomnet. That's purposekingdomnet at gmail.com. PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com. You can also follow us on any of the social media links, Facebook, LinkedIn at Purpose Kingdom, and Instagram and Twitter, we're at Purpose underscore Kingdom. Amen. Amen. So cover yourselves accordingly. We look to hear from you. You know, and in the midst of this pandemic where we're still on limited restrictions and lockdown and we can't get out to the house of God as we would like, um, I encourage you to correspond with Purpose Kingdom um, and, and, and to daily. We have programs for you daily, amen, and we have different ministries and various topics that are being discussed. And what I love so much about the body of Christ is that God uses each and every minister, each and every um, session, each and every episode of Purpose Kingdom through the person. Do we have no mirror and cookie cutter um, followings? We have individuals that are sold out to God and God is using them 
in his own and their own unique way. So I think, you know, it's something in there for everyone um, that wants a word. And I always encourage you. I know that um, uh, we, we've been binge watching on Netflix. People say, oh, you watched this? Or did you watch this? Or, I want to challenge you again that we do have archives on Purpose Kingdom that you can go on blog talk radio slash Purpose Kingdom slash DT. W Ministries, and you can archive every episode. I, I challenge you to binge watch, binge listen to a few episodes of Purpose Kingdom DTW Ministries. You want to do a day instead of watching TV, put on Purpose Kingdom and, and binge a few episodes. I challenge you to just go through maybe 2019. Go, go through 2018. Yeah, we've been on the air for a while. This is the 1244th episode of Purpose Kingdom. Listen, when I get up in the morning, I get my shower, I, I brush my teeth, I prepare my lunch. Uh, maybe a light breakfast, make my coffee. I make sure that I grease my eyebrows because my eyebrows are starting to get fuzzy and starting to grow every kind of way. So I make sure that they're laying down. Why? Because the person who I present, (laughs) yes, God, the person who I prepare is the person that I present. Let me say that again. Hallelujah. The person that I prepare is the person that I present. And I see that I have another call. We got a few more minutes, so we're going to bring that call up on the air. Carl, you are on the air. This is DTW Ministries. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Again, son, how you doing? And God bless everybody. I'm just calling just to encourage you even the more, love. Every time I come and hear your program, I'm so more encouraged. And I like what you said, I like everything what you said, but I, I'm going back to the marriage part. You said, I ain't never been married. and uh, But I looked at my mother and my father's marriage and 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 how how they loved one another and how they prayed together, how they were in love with one another and how God had prepared both of them for each other. And I know that was only him because I could see it all in their marriage coming up. I don't remember a time that I could hear my mother and father cussing each other out and talking nasty to one another, fighting and all that kind of stuff. I don't remember that kind of stuff. It might have happened earlier, but I don't remember. But I just thank God for them, and I thank God for you. And I really um, always encouraged to hear you. But like I said, I always called you to keep you encouraged, to encourage you even the more. And I like what you said. You said when we fail to surrender to God, God will bring us to a point of humiliation. And if you, I'm telling you that he will bring you to a point of humiliation, so we got to learn how to humble ourselves so we don't be humiliated. Yeah. I'm talking about myself, you know what I mean? Because I don't want, I don't want God to be humiliated. So I got to learn how to be humble and do what I'm supposed to do and act like I'm supposed to act. Because I don't want to do anything to uh, displease him, anything to hurt his feelings. Because people don't think God's feelings get hurt, but God's feelings get hurt too. <laughs> you know what I mean? He 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 feels some some things. I don't believe that he made us to feel these things that he don't feel them all himself. So that's just mm-hmm. my point. That's how I feel. You know what I mean? So we got to learn how to Amen. do some things. We got to learn how to act. We got to learn how to talk. We got to learn how to walk. We got to learn, even learn how to speak. Because God even knows what we're thinking even before the thought comes in our mind. So we got to think with the mind of Christ if we're going to be his people and if we're going to be uh, getting prepared, like you said, for him to come. And I'm thanking God that he still allowed me to be here for a minute to get myself prepared even the more. <laughs> you know? So I, I just I so, love you I know so what you got to do, though, Ma. What do I got to do? You got to stop call, pressing one at the end of the broadcast. It's 10 o'clock. I got to get off the line. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I'm about to get off to That's why I said I apologize for that. I love uh, you. God bless you, you, honey. Too. All right, God bless you. All right, let's 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 pray. God, we do thank you. Thank you for my mother. God, thank you for Pastor Toy. Thank you for Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for your word. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I pray, God, that the words that are going forth from your mouth that is falling on good ground. Not only that, God, but that it would bring forth fruit to your glory. Some thirty, some sixty, and some 
100-fold in Jesus' name. God bless you until the next time. Have a great night. Love you. Jesus bless. He raised me. I will not lose. He saved me. I will not lose. Set me free. I will not lose. Never want to see you down. I will not lose.